Welcome back to Memory Jogger, right here on the Rediscover the 80s podcast. Jason here, we're ready to uh, run down a few childhood dreams and uh, try to jog our memories a little bit in a new mystery episode. Of course, my pal Wyatt is here. I am, and greetings to all you fans. We're loving this. Uh, This has been a great new series, and I hope you're enjoying it as well. If you have any feedback, like we say, usually at the end, we welcome them. Uh, I believe you actually have uh, another comment today. I do. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, actually start off with one piece of feedback we got from the last show, which was all about our uh, childhood interests and hobbies, collections, that sort of thing. And uh, Chad Droz again over on Twitter at Chad underscore Droz, D-R-O-Z-E. He says, uh, solid show, guys. I chuckled when you mentioned the Jimmy Dean baseball cards. I have a few of those laying around, but especially remember the pop-up baseball cards that they used to slide into packages of Kraft sliced American cheese. And uh, had not remembered these. He sent me a picture of one of uh, Cal Ripken Jr. And there's a little pull tab at the very top of the card, which I assume maybe had some stats or something inside, maybe another picture or something. He'll have to uh, tell us more about that. But uh, you might remember, Wyatt, recently I got uh, just a random lot of stuff from the Goodwill website, and included in there was a joke machine from the old Rice Krispies cereal, which was just a card that had a pull tab, and uh, you see Snap, Crackle, and Pop on the front, and behind them is all these like gears and wheels and stuff, and you pulled it up, and there was, I think, 20 jokes on here. So there's little windows in there. You you turn the the joke machine over and it gives you the answer to all the jokes. You remember this? No, I do not remember this. I I was uh if it doesn't get scrambled up here, I was quite the serial fanatic, but I don't remember that one. Yeah, that was in Rice Krispies. Um you can actually see this. Uh, I do a show over on the Retro Network YouTube channel, TRNTV called the thrift store horde where me and my buddy adam and kevin show off our recent thrift store finds and episode nine is where i showed that off i actually opened all that random junk i got from uh, goodwill but yeah i don't remember these pull tab cards from craft singles so that was fun though i'm glad that uh, chad enjoyed the show and was able to give us uh, feedback. And speaking of feedback, uh, like we've always said, social media is the place to go. Uh, Twitter at RD80s at InfamousWB is our handles. Uh, we're over on Facebook now. Facebook actually on their mobile app shows full episodes of podcasts. And that's where uh, I think a lot of you have been listening over on Facebook. You can leave a comment right there. Of course, We post our show notes to the website, too, with the show embedded in the article, so you can listen there. So we would appreciate wherever you consume us to uh, leave a comment right there. And I did notice now uh, you can leave reviews on Apple and now Spotify. So if you listen to us on Spotify, would appreciate that five-star review. And brand new, I just set up uh, our own voicemail account, Wyatt. Yeah, this is awesome. I 
would have thought we would have done like Google Voice or some something <laughs> that's relatively known. Skype, I think we did at one point for a short time, but yeah, this is a new one. Yeah, just a random email actually from uh, the company. It's called Telby, T-E-L-B-E-E. And in the show notes, I'm going to have a link to our voicemail. So if you want to leave us a voicemail, something you just need to get off your chest or comment to a recent show, if you want to give us a topic suggestion, give us a dial, man. Uh, Actually, you don't even need to dial. You just got to push a button and leave a voice message for us and we'll play it back during uh, a future show. So Yeah, you don't even have to call a 900 number like we had a chat before about that. <laughs> That's right, yeah. We yeah. could have done all 80s and did the call 9100 and <laughs> wrap it up somehow, you know. 1900 rediscover, you know, whatever. Yeah. There you go. It's, it's not $2 the first minute and 99 cents each additional minute. It is free. So what uh, you do pick up, you know, you will be charged, Jason. <laughs> Yeah, you can uh, listen to that in the in that show about uh, me getting in trouble for doing that. But yes, we just would love to have your feedback with the show as we uh, continue our memory jogger mystery episodes. So, are you ready to see what the topic is this week? I'm ready to scramble the scrabble. <laughs> and just in case this is your first episode. You know what the topic is. We do not know yet. We have this little randomizer in our spreadsheet full of topics that chooses one for us. And uh, we just hit random and we're going to see what we can come with right up the top of our heads. And if need be, we'll use the Google machine later to uh, jog our memories a little bit more. But here we go. We're hitting the button and the topic this week, Chevy Chase. The wow, actor you'll be Chevy here a Chase. Long time gang, because I tell you, <laughs> Jason knows some Chevy Chase. I know some, not all, but um, I can. Uh, well, what is uh, what is one of your favorite Chevy Chase movies, Wyatt? Wow, it's been so long since I've really watched a lot of Chevy Chase. Uh, I will actually have to cheat and okay. pull up some IMDb because I don't recall too many of what he's been in except you know the national lampoons epilogue there that he's been done yeah. done before there was something uh that's why i'm using the the imdb right now because there was something i've seen him in i won't say recent but um i have to look it up before i can comment so jason you have the <laughs> okay. mic now well my favorite Christmas movie that many of you know, if you know me personally, is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Clark Griswold, Cousin Eddie, you know, just that uh, that whole movie, it's been my favorite. It's a must-watch every year. I did go to see it in the theater, I think it was two years ago. It came to AMC just for a short period of time, and I was so excited to go. And there is a local bunch of uh, people that will dress up each year at their house and invite people over because they do like the huge Christmas lights display like he does in the movie on their house. And they just sit outside and they project the movie on the side of their house and we'll have refreshments there. So you stop by. They're all in character. They have a (laughs) RV in the driveway. They have a station wagon with a Christmas tree strapped to the top of it. 
and they came to that screening. So I got there and, uh, of course, you know, there's a Clark, there's a cousin, Eddie, I think one of them was the boss and can't remember what the fourth one was. They drove there, Wyatt, in a station wagon with a tree strapped to the top, hanging <laughs> hanging across the windshield and everything. It was so great. I had such a great time. Everybody is kind of reciting the movie along, you know, except for there was one gentleman I remember just belly laughs. Like he had never seen it before. Maybe it had been 20 years ago. And uh, I still laugh at it. Uh, I could probably recite the movie by heart, but Clark Griswold is probably my favorite Chevy Chase character because you have the first Vacation 2, which came out, I want to say maybe 84-ish, 83-ish, nice somewhere in there. Vacation mm-hmm. came out in 1983. 83, okay. And then they did European Vacation a few years after that. That's in okay. I've seen that only a few times. It's okay. The original is great. And then, of course, you've got Christmas Vacation, Vegas Vacation, which came out in the early 90s. And then they rebooted it recently, more recently, maybe in the last five yeah, the or so Christmas years. Vacation came out in 89, and Vegas Vacation actually came out in 97. Okay. Uh, I have not watched the reboot. I know Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo is in it, but um, I decided not to watch that just to, I I don't know. Chevy Chase is my Clark, and I'd like him as the main character in the movie. Uh, Christina Applegate was actually in uh, the new vacation with, uh, I think it was Ed Helms. I don't know if they played the- I think I remember seeing an ad for that. I don't remember if they're the kids or- how they're all related but anyway that's my number one chevy chase movie so now you've got a list in front of you i do and i'm looking and you know i'm really reserved i remember watching the lampoon's vacation i remember watching the christmas vacation Mm -hmm. i believe i've watched caddyshack once maybe that's where i'm thinking i see i've seen him more recently but that's not a recent movie that I've seen. No, it's, it's, that was like 1980. Yeah, I know. It's just trying to put to pieces, you know, where he's okay. fallen in. I liked those movies. I just never clung to them. And I don't know if it's because of the language. My dad was big on no language. I don't like language, That's even right. though I'll, I'll occasionally use it. And I sound like a hypocrite there. But um, <laughs> it's just the, 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 the constant language. When they do the Europe vacation... Yeah, there's a little more risque stuff in your That's it. European as, vacation. Even though I was, yeah. you know, you know, a young kid, I was probably an early teen when I saw that, and I was probably getting some male hormones going then. <laughs> but I actually, I don't know if anybody was even around me to get embarrassed about. So yeah, I, I kind of got jaded. I won't say because I got caught because it, it wasn't like I knew or not knew it was coming, but. More the fact that, oh, hey, whoa, hey, yeah, jokes hanging out there. Um, uh, (laughs) yeah, um, did you know about this, dad? Uh, but that's really my experience. I liked if I remember, it's been so long. I know, Jason, you can recite probably picture by picture what what it was all about. (laughs) The 
National Lampoon's Vacation, the original. Mm-hmm. That's where they go to Wally World, and that's where, unfortunately, Walmart right. gets its little take from. Uh, you know, Jason and I call it Wally World all day long. <laughs> we do, but yeah. And Not really that, a theme park, but... <laughs> no, it could be a theme park for some of the uh, sightly attractions, or lack thereof, sometimes. Yes. But that's, I mean, and, and that's the road crews going there, and I think it's closed, if I remember the storyline, and he, that's like, right, yeah. goes ape about it, they open it up, or he just raids the place. Yeah, do you remember who they kidnapped, the security guard that's at Wally World? That's the, uh, John Candy, isn't it? That's right, yes, yeah. I do remember so that's, that. like... Probably my favorite part of the movie when they get there. Sorry, folks, park's closed. The moose should have told you out front, you know, and they <laughs> essentially kidnap him. He's got a gun pointed at him on the roller coasters and stuff as they're, you know, going through the park and everything. But yeah, I I probably watched the TV version of Vacation, you know, way That's long before. <laughs> watching the and it's an entirety you know the theatrical version uh and the same with european vacation i didn't watch that until i would say early 90s probably our silver screen video days when we were old right. enough to rent tapes on our own right. and that's where i'm trying to figure out where i want and i might have watched it with you for all i know Could've because been. i remember yeah. watching it and it was just kind of out of the blue like uh because obviously it wasn't on anything it wasn't on cable if I'm right. saying things, it could have been on HBO or Showtime. I know you had satellite at one point. So we did. We had Showtime primarily for some time, and maybe that's where I watched it. Is is off of off of that system? But mm-hmm. it was just that the fact that oh, we, we whoa, okay, it's kind of like uh, when we we're talking about episodes, embarrassing moments with the VHS. <laughs> we rented uh, uh, Police Academy, the first one, and you see the shower scene, and you're like, oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember seeing this. Yeah, yeah. Good old uh, edited cable version, you yeah. know, that we all got. Uh, let me see what else. Uh, another one would be that I'm apologist for that I think gets uh, just kind of the, it's not it's not a bad movie. It's uh, just not one people think of right away because there's so many top name Chevy Chase movies out there. But I enjoy Funny Farm. Quite a bit, and I usually watch it around Christmas time because there is some Christmas scenes in it. But this is the one where he's a writer. He's set up in New York City, I believe, and he basically quits and moves to the country with his wife to write the great American novel. And so many circumstances (laughs) happen along the way. The uh, the moving truck gets stuck on a covered bridge and uh, just circumstances around the house as they're moving in is, is funny. And then he gets writer's block and his wife writes this children's book and kind of takes the uh, moment away from him. And uh, she's the one, she's the breadwinner now and Things happen along the way. There's a crazy mailman that <laughs> he's always trying to to get to stop, and he chucks the mail out the window, you know. And they the movie progresses, and they separate, and then they kind of come back together to sell this house so they can get back and through uh, this this little uh, bribe that he does with the city people to uh, the town people to make the the town look incredible and so they can sell the house and move out 
he they decide to get back together and stay and um it's just a nice fun fish out of water kind of story and i really enjoyed it. have you ever seen funny farm no i have not i okay i wanted to get into the chevy chase movies again uh with kids and not wanting some eerie surprises i've i've held off but i'm um <laughs> one of my so-called what would i call it ancillary binge mm-hmm. is and anybody that's followed us know that my my plan is to build a mock radio station like the one we talk about in episode 10 and 14 of memory jogger where it's basically a radio station chats and I'm getting close, but one of the things I want to do is on the back wall where I would probably do production recording things as well. I'm turning that into my entertainment wall is my, my vision. Mm -hmm. So not only will I record spots and promos and little things for the radio station side, it's going to be like I would call the traditional man cave would be. So it's going to be, you know, a larger, TV, not not terribly crazy, probably like a 24 or 30 inch, mm-hmm. I don't know. But my plan is to do exactly that, binge some stuff that I've not, I've been disconnected, devoid of, and this is on those to-do lists to get the National Lampoons and just sit out there and kind of yeah. pre-watch it before the kids are allowed to watch it. <laughs> I mean, obviously I could go anywhere in the house and just do the same thing. It's our lifestyle with five kids and a baby so yeah just uh, just getting any free time to even do these recordings is seems like a, a feat at times so uh i'm trying to when that's done hopefully that is also about the time when the kids are up enough that i don't i'm not on 24 7 call so a long-winded story but I, I, the whole point is i i'm i have a laundry list of things i'd like to catch up on even from our 80s genre and just watch. I haven't. I don't recall much of the National Lampoon's Vacation, the Christmas Vacation. All I remember is the a massive light show that he does, and the tree catching on fire with the cat on. Like I think he gets fried <laughs> in the couch. Yeah. I don't recall anything else that happened in that movie. But anytime we listen, in fact, our our one episode not too long ago, we were recalling uh, Bob Rivers. And I think of that same exact cat and tree moment <laughs> when we have the Jack Nicholson telling the story, let me ram that, ram that you know, uh, star on the top of the, yeah. of the tree. Oh, she's looking brighter already. Why don't we just pour some gasoline on the whole freaking thing? That just right there just sends me thinking that, that has to be, yeah, I remind, I'm reminded rather of the, the Christmas vacation. Yeah. But again, yeah. it's brief because I don't have a constant connection like you do. Well, that's fine. I mean, we all have taken our own different little paths and have movies that uh, we connect with more than others for whatever reason. So I'm not going to hold anything against you for. <laughs> no, I can sit, <laughs> no, I can sit there and watch 80s shows all day long. I'll tell right, you. right. And uh, Chevy Chase, while he's had some pretty high name comedies over the year that have done well at the box office, he's had some stinkers too. He hasn't been. Uh, you know, uh, the A-lister his whole career. I mean, do you remember, did you watch Saturday Night Live back in the day when he was on SNL? And- Again, 
that was one of those where it was up one. It was on too late for us. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember our bedtimes, but I want to say it was around the nine-ish hour. Even growing up on the weekends, I think I can't remember our bedtimes, but I'll I'll, I'll say that like during the week was eight. Fridays mm-hmm. and Saturdays were at nine, and only because something ran late. Whatever was a Friday show, and I'm thinking like it's a Dukes or an Airwolf or something that's running a little bit later. We would watch it, and that was our okay. You're going to bed, but I remember <laughs> you constantly saying with uh, the twins at school or someone saying, "Man, did you see this Saturday Night Live?" And I'm like, "Man, I'm missing out. What am I missing?" <laughs> yeah, that was a little past. Uh... Chevy Chase's time. We talked a lot about SNL and uh, David Letterman, like what happened the night before on David Letterman when he had moved over to CBS in the early 90s. We uh, stayed up and watched that kind of thing. Chevy Chase was mainly back in the 70s. He ran the uh, weekend update, I believe, for that's what I know him for mainly on Saturday Night Live. I'm Chevy Chase and you're not. You know, that's how he'd yep. start out his broadcast. And then quickly got into more movie stuff throughout the 80s. But, yeah, you mentioned one, Caddyshack. I've uh, watched Caddyshack over the years. It's not one that I go back to a lot. It's not really his movie. It's more of a Rodney Dangerfield and Bill Mm -hmm. Murray-type movie. Uh, Chevy Chase is kind of fun in there with his uh, character, Ty. I think it's Ty Webb is his name. And um, got some great lines in the... When he's putting the ball, the na 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 na, and as he hits yeah. it, you know, and I remember that uh, he was he was pretty good in that. Uh, I do like Fletch. Have you seen Fletch? And there's also what is it? Fletch Lives, I think, is the second one where he plays a uh, he plays a news reporter, and I'm trying to think of the whole plot. It's uh he's trying to catch this guy that's supposed to be sick but he's not and he dresses up in all these different characters along the way to try to catch him in the act of not being sick essentially that's the first i don't remember much about the second one but yeah i'm reading the imdb he's erwin fletch fletcher is a newspaper reporter being offered a large sum to off a cancerous millionaire but is on the run risking his job and finding clues when it's clear that the man is healthy. Right. I do not right. remember this one. Yeah. I actually have the, the DVD set of both of those movies. It's been forever since I watched them. I'm not even sure if I've seen the second one. Uh, if I have, I don't remember much about it. I remember more, uh, the first one and the movie poster with him and he's got his wallet hanging out and then, all the pictures have kind of fallen down and it's mm-hmm. all of his like different identities uh, that he plays during the movie kind of undercover. He's almost like a, he's, I think he, like you said, he's a newspaper reporter or something, but he's almost like a private eye. That one is pretty good. Uh, let's see. What was the other one I just thought about? Oh, uh, three amigos. Have you seen three amigos? No, I with, want you. Uh, I, I, I'm more of a, not that I'm a bigger fan, but I'm more like Steve Martin. I, I've liked his humor a little bit uh-huh. more. I think it really stems from us watching Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. But I've liked his humor the best out of, I mean, I realize they're they're part of the SNL clan, but. Right. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was it 
back in the eighties, it seemed like all those people that came from SNL took turns buddying well, up for movies. If you look at, I, I'm still, it's still actually dating it. But you think of like Wayne's World. You think of mm-hmm. uh, Adam Sandler, and they all seem to have their SNL clan that comes on and is part of the same. You know, they play a different role, but their their SNL buddies are there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool to see it, but like Adam Sandler, I love his movies, but he he uses his same characters. <laughs> yeah, it's it's him in every movie. Essentially, you know, he doesn't have too much of a range. But uh, there's several SNL people that have gone on to movie success. Some that I've enjoyed more than others. But um, yeah, just going back a tick the. Three Amigos I've watched over the years. It's funny, and uh, I, I haven't connected with, with it uh, as much as some of his other movies, but uh, I do like him. Steve Martin, Martin Short in that one. Uh, some great humor in that. Two other ones I remember, and then I'm going to look at the Google machine. The uh, first one is Spies Like Us with Dan Aykroyd, and I've seen that uh, over the years. It's been a while for that one. And I'm trying to remember the whole plot of that, but uh, they're essentially want to be spies trying to get in the CIA and they even fudge their test at the beginning of the movie. At least he does. And uh, they go on this mission overseas. I can't remember what the mission is about. What I do remember is the theme song. I just picked up the 45 record not too long ago. I found in a thrift store and my buddy Tim up the street when I lived in Kerwinsville he had it, and I remember playing that song in his room. It's by Paul McCartney. So that instantly takes me to uh, Tim's house playing that uh, that record of the Spies Like Us theme song by Paul McCartney. Um, and then the other one is uh, music-related as well. It's the You Can Call Me Owl music video by Paul Simon. Do you remember that, yeah. where... He appears and he's messing around with the horns and just being Chevy Chase throughout the music video. I vaguely um, remember that, yeah. Yeah, that was, it's one of those, uh, I don't know if it won awards that year, but it's one of those music videos where you're like, have a random celebrity in it. It was and, nominated for an MTV Video Music Award. Okay, that sounds, that sounds right. But yeah, that's kind of Chevy Chase just goofing. And uh, almost like ad-libbing throughout the the music video. It's been a while since I watched that one. But those are two other memories I have. Uh, I just uh, shot over to IMDb as well. And I'm looking through here. There's some kind of stinkers along the way that I know I've watched. Uh, One is Cops and Robertsons. I remember going to the theater to watch that and was kind of disappointed. That was early 90s. I want to say like maybe 93 or four. Where did I see it? Yeah. 1994. What else has he been in? Memoirs of an invisible man. I think I rented that at silver screen. Nah, there's that movie, nothing but trouble, which has one of our favorite songs by digital underground. Same old song yeah. came from that soundtrack, but that movie was such a stinker too. It has an awesome cast, but did not do well at the box office and I don't think I've ever seen it. If I have, it's only been parts maybe on cable back in the day. 
Yeah, there's some other ones in here. Um, I've gone through a, a few times, and I just I can't place anything else that he that I would have seen him in. There's one. Uh, yeah, there's a more recent one. I think Snow Day that my bud Mickey was high on. I've never seen that. He's had more cameo stuff, I think, in the yes. Uh, more seeing. recent times. Hot Tub Time Machine. That was probably more of a cameo. I've never seen that. I think what else here? If there's anything else really worth mentioning? Looks like he's done some TV, uh, the, the community series, which I've never seen. Uh, he was on an episode of Hot in Cleveland. So, yeah, not so much lately, but he is fun to follow on uh, Instagram. I do follow him over there, and he shares updates, and will share actually stuff from fans too on his uh, Instagram. Oh, he was in Dirty Work. I don't remember that. Norm MacDonald. I guess that was probably more of a cameo. And he was himself in Last Action Hero. So, uh, yeah. Caddyshack 2. I've never seen Caddyshack 2. Nor have I. I guess that's about about it. Oh, yeah. He was in the, uh, the Ghostbusters music video. Has a bunch of random celebrities in that. And I do remember him being in that, I think, fooling with a cigarette in his mouth or something, like twirling around or something. Uh, I haven't trying to it's remember. It's been so long, I don't remember yeah. if I've There's, seen the videos. He's He was in that doing something Chevy Chase-ish, I'll <laughs> say. <laughs> but I think that's about it. So well, they even have a city down here named after him, down here you know, in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've enjoyed him over the years. Like I said, he... The first thing out of my head is uh, Clark Griswold, though, and those vacation movies, specifically the Christmas one, is my all-time favorite of his. So, sounds like you need to go back and watch a couple movies. I will say go back and watch Funny Farm. Funny Farm should be pretty safe for the whole family. I think it's just PG. There might be uh, an occasional language there, and there's one scene where... uh, him and the wife are fooling around, but I, it's mainly clean. Okay. <laughs> and that's the problem with PG ratings back in the day, right? So yeah, what they got they, away with PG back then was uh, a lot more than what it is now. It, it certainly is. I know that they would try to like, just try to touch on it, you know, to see if they could get away with it. And they wouldn't, yeah. someone was obviously not watching cause they were getting away with some things. <laughs> All right. Well, I did a lot of the talking on this episode, but I'm sure there'll be more where you'll be uh, doing most of the talking. Like if we get to Married with Children and Alf and Airwolf, I mean, (laughs) uh, yeah, that's all on your side of the table there. (laughs) That's what I'm going through right now is I'm going right back through Airwolf again. Yeah. So we've got uh, more actors in there. I know John Candy's in there and Dan Aykroyd and probably bill murray i put in there so a lot of these snl people will come up again oh yeah and uh other tv shows i don't know if we specifically have any movies in there oh ghostbusters i guess is in there so that we can go off on that tangent and just talk ghostbusters but uh anything you guys want to put in the pot and see if we can stir it up and pull out here in the upcoming Uh, mystery episodes would love to get your feedback and would love to get your topics in there as well so we can eventually get to those and uh this is fun this is fun just kind of random and like i said 
Some are going to hit me. Some are going to hit you. Some are going to hit both of us. And yep. <laughs> we'll just uh, see what uh, comes out of our minds. Yeah, this has been awesome. I, I really enjoy these uh, really off-the-cuff mystery episodes. And I, like Jason said, we hope you do too. And again, follow us on social media. We just come to the 80s.com. Pretty much elsewhere on social media. Leave comments. Let us know what you're thinking. And uh, and don't forget about J- voicemail. Oh yeah! Don't forget about the voicemail. <laughs> yeah. so, All right. Yeah, for Jason, I'm Wyatt. And thanks for listening to us here on Memory Jungle. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>